brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boy. It's sippin' time. Oh, it's sippin' time, isn't it? Definitely. Are we in horse country today? I do believe we are. Welcome to Sip Suds and Smokes. God, I didn't know what that noise was. <laughs> scared for a minute. Welcome to the Sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. We are the best thing on at 2 a.m. This is a one-hour show that's uh, mildly entertaining. For about 22 minutes. On a good day. We're banned in three countries, one entire territory in Canada, three small islands off the Baja coast, and my aunt still has not lifted the temporary restraining order. (laughs) (laughs) Our soft goal is to offend at least one person every episode, and today's target is probably people with a certain age. You know, I think that's probably what we're going for here today. Well, this is good old boy Mike. Joining me here at the table is Maid Man Bob. Always a pleasure to be here. Good old boy, Seth. Hello, hello. And good old gal, Maggie. Hello. Thank you all for uh, joining us. Bob is joining us from the Bourbon Mafia. Bob, why don't you take a minute and tell us a little bit about the Bourbon Mafia. Well, the Bourbon Mafia is a group of high-end uh, bourbon enthusiasts and industry professionals uh, with membership in uh, seven states. They combine their love of our native spirit with a love for charitable work great group of people and they raise money for worthy causes through rare bottle auctions and other charity events seth is joining us from the bourbon review uh seth why don't you take a little bit of time tell us a little bit about the bourbon review guys thank you for uh, again hosting and having us on the show we started the bourbon review in 2008 there and it is a century to bourbon centric magazine focusing on sort of a southern lifestyle the traditions of bourbon there 2008. Wow, what a what a ride it has been in the bourbon world. Good old girl, uh, Maggie. Why don't you take a minute? And tell us a little bit about what you do. I know you write for a lot of bourbon. I write for a lot of publications. I'm Maggie Kimberl. I'm a whiskey writer, and I write for the Whiskey Wash, the Alcohol Professor, Whiskey Magazine, formerly of Louisville.com. I have my own blog, Lougirl502.com, and I take care of bourbon historian Michael Veach at yeah. bourbonbeach.com. How about that? Thank you uh, so much uh, for joining us here on Sip, Suds, and Smokes. We're actually recording in Lexington at the Bell's Cocktail House. So, I mean, this is a really great place. I mean, there's a lot of history in this in this place, isn't there? Uh, so, uh, if you're hearing a little bit of background noise, we're actually recording in the bar. It is open right now. And... Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun today. Our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, and coffee. Today's episode is an audience participation show featuring our new series. It's called Guess My Age. I, I, I can hear the dull applause coming off of Bob right now. <laughs> I got shoes older than some of the people in this room. We have selected four bourbons that have already nearly the identical uh, mash bill. 
and are often on the market at different times. So this series, Guess My Age, is all about time. And so we'll get to discuss a lot of things about time today, what it does to a product, does it make it better, how much time really makes a difference, you know, when it comes to uh, bourbons itself. You know, time, Bob. Time. Yeah, time's money, man. You know, <laughs> there are two lawyers sitting here, you know. What can I tell you, you know, about that? Uh, who are we billing for this <laughs> right now? I'm billing about four different clients right now. <laughs> there we um, go. They don't know about it, but in about 30 days, they're going to get a big, big envelope full of statements, and it's going to be kind of interesting. Um, our samples today are going to be tasted all blind, so we will review those products as the ages go along. You'll just want to skip through to the end, and uh, I guess them all correctly. So uh, I don't think so. Oh no, once I'm done editing this, I guess them all correctly. Uh, the panelists, we're going to prompt you for your thoughts as we are tasting as well, but mostly A or B, and why you liked one or the other, and what is the age of the bourbon in each sample. Yeah, pretty much. The origins of bourbon trace back to the concept of time and corn whiskey. So, at first, you know, aging whiskey was very likely a happy accident. Farmers harvested their corn in late summer and made whiskey in autumn before they could ship it down the Ohio and the Mississippi to New Orleans. They had to wait for the spring rainy season and when the currents ran faster. Besides that, once their barrels were loaded for shipping, the trip downstream could take several weeks and sometimes even months. So all this waiting meant wonderful things were happening inside those barrels. By the time the whiskey reached its destination, aging had turned it into an amber color evened out the flavor and so was smoother, richer, and a whole lot more pleasing to the palate than unaged whiskey. A little over 200 years ago when farmers began making whiskey out of native corn, they were unaware that their labors would ultimately play a role in American history. Regrettably, many of the particulars of their stories have been lost to time since those who live history don't always take the time to write it down. Wait a second. Let me write that down. You can't. You, you're from Alabama. I, I'm not from Alabama. <laughs> Felt like history. <laughs> what has been preserved, however, is a colorful and important part of our nation's story that tells how corn liquor evolved to become bourbon and why it deserves to be called the true, uh, the true American spirit. The heart of bourbon has always been Kentucky, where over 200 years ago, immigrant farmers chose this land to become the birthplace of America's only native whiskey. A lot of things we take for granted today were pretty big obstacles to folks like Evan Williams. Getting to Kentucky was hard enough, but transporting goods was even harder. The distiller who wanted a bigger market for his product had to ship his goods. And whether he was in Louisville, Nelson County, or Old Bourbon County, the only way out of Kentucky in the early days was by flatboat down the Ohio to the Mississippi. Enter Elijah Craig and the famous accident for charring barrels. How he came up with that idea, we can't say for sure. By one story, the whole thing was an accident. Some barrels were charred in a barn fire, and frugal Reverend Craig couldn't bear to toss them out. 
Another version claims that his frugality led him to reuse old barrels, so he charred the insides to kill any flavors in the barrel's original contents. A few folks say he was a genius, and intuition led him to suppose that charring might enhance the flavor. No matter how he happened upon the idea, charring the inside of the oak whiskey barrels was a discovery that set a milestone for creating what would become bourbon, and earned Elijah Craig the title, The Father of Bourbon. So this concept of time with bourbon was mostly a byproduct of transportation and the charring flavor was just some agricultural accident. I'm still trying to figure out what to call allowing people to accidentally breed in Alabama. What should that be called? I think most people would call it a lawsuit waiting to happen and, you know, if I was you, I'd I'd watch out. Well, I know that uh, there's a lot of things that uh, certainly we could talk about, you know, for bourbon history. Well, um, Seth gets the honors of going over our SIPs ratings for today. So, uh, Seth, we have a tradition of uh, kicking up the process of introducing our rating with some unique flair. So we decided to let you keep your clothes on for this, you know, since it actually is a radio show. Hey, Mike, Mike is wearing pants for this. This is a big event. We are all fully clothed. <laughs> all right, guys. So we'll uh, we'll be tasting and discussing these bourbons and rating them with these sips rating plus our signature sounds. Here are the ratings now. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. That sounds like a good riverboat captain. Yeah, that's a riverboat captain. Nice, but what else do you have? Well, isn't that nice? Hmm, interesting. What was this again? Interesting. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. (laughs) Number four. Oh my, I was unaware anything could be this good. Oh my goodness! Yeah! 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 The sound that most married men have never heard. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, today is actually an audience participation show today. So, we've actually enlisted some folks to taste and rate this along with one of our signature questions. So, we'll have a prize for one of our audience members that comes the closest to guessing the age of our panelists. Plus, we're actually going to toss in, um, you know, some uh, other people into the discussion as we go along as well. Now, listen, I'm not going to tell you uh, who in advance, um, you know, but I will tell you that anything that is over 75 is going to get you banned. So I'm not going to I'm not going to tell you the whole thing. So. Uh, So listen, our hosts here at the table, we're going to be alternating tastings back and forth. Um, and we're paired off in teams, so it's going to be Bob and Maggie, and Seth and I are actually going to taste these samples. So we have uh, five samples that we're going to go through, and they're basically an A or B, and we're going to be uh, both rating and uh, tasting these and guessing which one is the oldest one so far. Um, we're going to start right off with uh, sample number one. Um, but uh, before we head out to break here, uh, just in a little bit, I thought uh, I'd ask my panelists, so how difficult was the blind tasting? 
difficult. I mean, if this is the worst I have to do all day, that's a pretty good day, right? This beats work. Yeah, this is I had to tell you which so one's over. hard. <laughs> Sitting behind a desk, staring at a big screen, typing all day. Yeah, no, this is awesome. It will be right back after this break. Clouds and crashing surf Iridescent dunes reflecting By the light of a rising glowing moon Seashore mesmerizing Night breeze hypnotizing We've come across these back roads None too soon Look to the left, to the right Keep your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever Hey, welcome back to Sips, Suds, and Smokes. This good old boy, Mike. Today on our Sips episode, we are discussing bourbons that is a game of Guess My Age. We're tasting five different products all in a blind tasting. All of these products are a uh, come from pretty much the same mash bill, but they're different ages. So we're going to start off with sample number one, and Bob and Maggie are going to go through this. I'm going to uh, kind of ping pong back and forth to kind of lead us through the discussion. So I'm going to start with you, Bob. So between uh, the two products, which one did you like the most? Uh, I think sample B was the one that, that w- yeah, it spoke a little bit more to me. It had a little bit bigger of a nose. Um, had a great mouthfeel to it. Uh, oak was big. There were hints of tobacco. Um used old leather had a much longer finish than a a had a great finish as well but this one was was longer um so what's your rating one to five on b um give it a four four so uh maggie what was your favorite and why so that's interesting i also gave b a four but i gave one a a five Hmm. that was definitely my favorite wow how about that so so one a was your favorite I was, it was. And you know, the reason why it had a really nice nose, I got a lot of leather and stone fruit on the nose, but then on the taste, it was brown sugar, leather and dark cherry. So that was, that was really a good one for me. So it's a descriptor. uh, So which one do you think is older, A or B, Maggie? I think A is older. A is older. Bob, do you think A or B is older? I think A is older. You think A is older. So, uh, this is Michter's. Sample A is Michter's 10, and sample B is Michter's 20. Wow. Yeah. We came out strong. We're <laughs> 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 going top shelf. Yep. So, uh, very interesting. So, you actually picked the younger product, I think, both of you, yep. right? You both like the younger product. I mean, I can make the argument that age is not everything in a bourbon, so. Huh. Well, the age does. Here's the thing: the B was a much bigger bourbon, but that doesn't necessarily always mean that it's older. I mean, some things are, you know, the brick to the teeth that are younger, you, you know, and the age will taper it out. Yeah, so that's why I thought A was maybe, maybe the older one, 
because it just had a little bit more finesse to it. Uh, but you know, the one that I preferred was was you know, the one I actually liked was the B. So, wow, interesting because I got a lot more barrel tannin on the second sample. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can see the color too if you hold them next to each other. There, the B is much darker. And you're that, right. But that's the thing too. Even with color, it's that's not necessarily an indicator. Really you know, indicator well, of age. I can yeah. take, I my can samples take, look yeah. different than yours. Yeah. I mean, I'm holding yours. Your A looks like straw, and my A definitely looks like amber. Hmm. Well, uh, so let's swing around to uh, actually the uh, audience participation uh, sample, which is actually going to be number four that we're going to work with. So Seth and I are going to talk about this, and uh, then we'll have a few people come up from the audience, and then uh, Bob and Maggie will, will chime in. So number four, Seth, so between... Uh, the two samples, which one did you like the most? I had A down there. A? Okay. Uh, I had for both, though. They, they both, to me, tasted um, a little younger. You know, there was some decent, you know, a little bit of creamy in there, um, you know, to massage it out. But actually, for both of them, I got some just a little bit of hot on, on both, both for being up front. So you like A. Any guess about the age of what A is? Try it. I hate this job. <laughs> Please drink. I, mean, and I wouldn't say it was any past beyond six years. I mean, I would go four to six there, but I could be wrong. Huh. All right. Four to six years. Um, so my own uh, sample notes about number four uh, is uh, I wrote down uh, between the two is uh, number A, A was hotter. Uh, I rated it a three. Um, and uh, sample B, I thought had was more smooth. It was sweeter. Uh, it had kind of a bit of a smoky quality to it. Um, I kind of liked uh, sample B out of this. Um, I gave it a four. Um, and I picked the older one as sample B. So, and we're not going to reveal what's what just yet. So we're going to have uh, our first audience uh, participation members uh, to come on up here. And uh, stepping on up to the uh, to the microphone is going to be our first participation, uh, first audience participation member. Why don't you step up to the mic, introduce yourself there. Hello, everyone. My name is uh, Good Old Boy Rob, and I am from Lexington, Kentucky. Wow. How about that? Local guy. Thanks for joining us, Rob. Thank so uh, tell us a little bit about what you thought about each of the samples. Um. So, yeah, sample A, like, you know, it kind of had a kind of like a cassie type taste it was a little not super complex but it had a, a nice nose um it was smooth going down it had a little bit of kick but um i, I really liked a little bit of heat and you know if i had to give it a rating between uh that very sexy one through five <laughs> <laughs> i really enjoyed it i thought i'd give it a five give it a five okay oh yeah. all right yeah. and uh yeah. so between the two samples which did you think was the oldest um between the two and you know sample b like you know it has some good flavor some good kick and things like that nice high proof i think is what i smelled in there and i like the consistent like like i could tell the mash was the same thing i think sample a was a little bit older maybe sample a was like 10 or 12 years old maybe okay so you're with seth right you said a a and rob you said a and i said b all right Mm -hmm. so um what do you think the age is of the one that you picked so 
I'm sure I'm completely off here when I say this, but like, you know, sample A reminded me of like a 10 or 12 year old bourbon. And then for B, maybe a couple years younger. So four to six, he's saying older. Yeah, I'm saying a little older than four to six. Okay. All right. So interesting choice. Well, uh, you know, so I'm going to let you pass the uh, headphones off to the next person here. Okay. And then we'll go through the big reveal. Very interesting. Uh, Did you think that it was really that old, Seth? I didn't. You didn't think so. I, I didn't get. Uh, again, I feel like I should second guess myself. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna sample again. I love it. You should drink more. Well, we've had a number, another member from yeah, our audience step up and join us. So in, introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Bob. Hello, Bob. Bob. Two Bobs. I'm different. I, I spell mine backwards. That's right. <laughs> so, do two Bobs make a wrong? Uh, yes. Absolutely not. Are any of you from Alabama? When we get bourbon, <laughs> yeah, you give me bourbon, yeah, they all make a run. Um, so, uh, Bob, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you thought about uh, the two samples and uh, their rating, and which one you thought was older? Uh, I preferred A over B. Uh, this is all guesswork, I can tell you that. Uh, my wife will follow later, and hers is a much more refined palate than mine. Uh, I guess that A was around eight years old and that B was around four years old. Okay. Uh, Very interesting. I found A to be smoother and a little more vanilla and just a nice uh, sipping uh, whiskey. You notice how he prefaces that? He says, you know, my wife has very good taste. My, my wife, wife is, is the one who has good taste. She absolutely does. I, am. So. I love this you. guy. I don't know. You know? Like, yeah. will tell yeah. you that's correct. So. <laughs> that is correct. Trying to stage that. He's, he's, he's working the rest of the night. So, uh, so I'm sorry. Which one did you pick was older? I picked A is older. Pick A is older. Okay. So you're with the Camp Seth, not with. I'm Camp, with Camp Seth. Not with Camp Mike. <laughs> Typically, always. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> Un- unveil the curtain. We must know. Unveil the curtain. So sample A is going to be. Both of these are Medley Brothers. Uh, so this is uh, Medley Brothers Ten Private Stock is number A. Uh, so that's a 10-year product. And uh, number B is the uh, Medley Brothers Heritage, number four, uh, sample A. So I picked A in that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> can I, so can, the age of B is... <laughs> What's the age on B, though? Uh, the age on B is 10, and the uh, oh, uh, so the other well. heritage is uh, four-year. Yeah. Okay. So B well, is 10 so and six A years, is Six years apart. Like I said, it he was, was younger. Exactly yeah. the same mash bill. They use the same mash bill in all the Medley Brothers products, and uh, so they're just pulled out of barrels at, at different points yeah. in time. It's, so. you, you could tell the you could tell on the A. You know, yeah. it, it was grassy. So while you guys are thinking about that, let's invite our last audience participation member up. We're gonna we have to adjust the microphone here for our last person here. Oh, Give yeah. us just a second. Yes. Now, wow. we hear that you have a considerably better palate than your other half. Well, he tends he to He hypes you up a lot. He yeah. hypes you up yeah. a lot. No yeah. pressure. No. no, no pressure. He's trying to imply that you have good taste because you picked him. So. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, no. no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at him. <laughs> You're saying that's a bunch of crap. No, I'm sorry. So his dad had a shotgun. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Alabama. Uh, so why don't you introduce yourself for our audience? My name is Kelly, and I'm from Bowling Green. Oh, well, hey, Kelly. Uh, nice to meet you all. fairly local person, so thank you for joining us thank here you. on Sip, Suds, and Smoke. So between the two samples, tell us a little bit about what you liked about each and which one was older. Well, I thought that, uh, I thought that B was older and that sample A was about eight years old, and then I thought that sample B was about ten years old. Hmm. 
Okay. I, I thought, also that, thought I thought B, was, that B was very. I thought B. I thought A was very strong in the front, and it, it tasted a little sharp to me on the on the on the front side of it. Huh. And I got I got some corn corniness yes, and very in much so. One. Yes. Yes. So I, I, I agree with that. So you're with me. Out. You picked you picked A, right? Yes, as being younger. As being younger. Younger. I, I also picked B as being older. Okay. B is older. A is younger. Yes. Oh. All right. How about that? So after hearing the reveal that uh, so uh, A is the older product, it's a Medley Brothers ten. A is older. A is older. Uh, it's Medley Brothers ten year private stock, and number B is Medley Brothers Heritage four four year really? uh, product. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Totally surprising. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 A had that grassy note to it. It had a really strong front to it. I thought that it was it had a little bite to it. Hmm. So what have we all learned about time so far? That it, it depends. It's time to get to the next product. <laughs> oh, I, will, I will say I'm, I'm happy next, next on my up. tongue's ability to pick out the younger one. There. That did feel good. I mean, evil, evil and you, you can feel it, though. But again, I um, that, we're all going back to our sample. It'll be fun to see going, how the next ones go. Oh, how'd that go again? Wait a minute. Let me have another one. Let me have another one of those. <laughs> I need help. to test a little more. <laughs> Well, I had a chance of sitting in on a uh, distiller's dinner with uh, Sam Medley uh, recently at uh, uh, um, Kane in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. And uh, it was really a great chance to get to meet uh, a distiller up front, kind of get to know the Medley products just a little bit better. Um, very interesting, you know, heritage it goes with Medley. This is a brand that has come in and out of the family. They had it, they sold it, they bought it back, they have it, you know. So it's gone through a couple of cycles like that. But the thing is, is that the whiskey has never changed, even through all these uh, changes in ownership. And um, I really love uh, a lot of the the stewardship that they've had with the brand itself, through even through all of these changes, you know, in the actual ownership of the whiskey itself. So I'm glad we got to taste uh, it today. It was, uh, it was really great. A lot, a lot of people don't know the medley products you know that much have right. you have you had them before maggie i have yes and uh they are are they based in california now do i remember that well so uh what they do is uh they actually distill the product in kentucky okay at a contract uh distillery okay. i don't know where they won't tell you okay and then they take the raw distillate and they ship it across country i'm sorry uh they, i'm sorry they uh age it here in kentucky and they, after it's aged, they take the fully aged product, they ship it to California, and they bottle it bottle in there. California. Right. Yeah. Now, when they st- when they originally started back up, they were bottling in Kentucky as well, right? Um, I don't I don't know uh, when they took the brand back over uh, if they were bottling here and then they moved it to California. I'm sure that might have been very probable. I remember that from my liquor store days. I'm sure, yeah. So uh, that may very well be the case. And I expect, you know, a lot of interesting changes with Medley Brothers over time. So very interesting. Exciting. Yeah, very so uh, very cool, uh, interesting, you know, discussion about the Medley products uh, for today. Well, Mike, there's never a bad bourbon, so it, it really doesn't matter. I agree. I, I like this lady. Are you happy with your choice in, in I am. Uh, I, whatever it is, I am, I'm happy today. There's no bad bourbon. Well, Some no are just bourbon. better than others. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. 
It beats working. I that's think, right. I think she's simply trying to... Seek the Holy Grail. That's exactly what she's trying to call she's, she's really trying to seek the Holy Grail. That's what's going on. Oh, I forgot to do the twist along the way. Oh, so yeah. we'll do this in reverse. All right. So we can do this uh, even after the fact. So, Kelly. Yes. Um, I want you to, uh, to pick any panelists here, and I want to see if you can pick their age. Wow. Yes, and I'll give you a clue. First, pick the panelists you want. Okay. We can saw you in half and count the rings. <laughs> Please no. Let's see. I'll go with. You're with gonna go with Maggie. Maggie. Okay. Here's Maggie. your clue for guessing Maggie's age. Okay. These are songs that were oh, that were popular. Lionel Richie song. Is that Lionel Richie? It is. Oh. But all these songs were were very popular the year that Maggie was born. Oh, I love you. I love so you so bad. much. No, no, it's just so bad. 82. It's just so bad. I liked you so much, Kelly. Oh, my God. Don't give up on me. 1981. 1981. Yeah. Okay. Yep, how about that? All right. Sunscreen's working for me, guys. It is. It is. Right. Don't stop using it. Right. Pass your headphones off to somebody else, and we'll, we'll uh, continue guess my age here. So, uh, Next up for Rob with the twist question is, I want you to pick uh, one of the panelists, either Bob or myself, and I want to see if you can guess uh, the age of uh, Bob or myself. Oh, okay. I have uh, to do one of you two. That's correct. I carry a I gun. I in getting on Seth's Facebook. <laughs> oh, well, he's oh, not here, him. so there That's you go. Terrible. I would never reveal my age. I, I do carry a gun. So, I'm uh, just pointing that out. It's not a threat. I'm just saying there might be one under the table and it might be pointed at I'm going to have to hit the deck here soon, guys. actually older than I some of I think Bob's program. younger than I am. Yeah, you got some chance. And so you want to go with Bob? I'm going to go with Bob. You're going to go with Bob. And what uh, year do you think Bob is? Yeah. I think he's younger than I am. Here's your clue for Bob. That's Paul McCartney. Strangers in the night. Oh yeah. Oh man, this is curveball. Sinatra would be the year he was born, or yes, he was born the, the year. Come this on, you song. got a better song than this. This was a top thirty song, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Paul uh, was when he uh, was of age to be carry gun. So as I walk this say he is forty eight. So that is not correct. All right. <laughs> He was born in 66, 1966. If you just hung, the monkeys were coming. The monkeys were the last one. What's, what's the age? 50. 50. 50. Yeah, yeah it's 50. That was yeah. a compliment, Bob. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. It's not bad. Good it's not guess. bad at all. Could you put your wife back you on? had Mozart before the son of a gun. You're the monkeys. All right, Rob. Uh, so, um, Seth is... Uh, uh, can you guess his age? I'm going to give you a, a tip for uh, for Seth here. After all, I'm forever Play Beethoven. really mess with him. When I was younger man, hmm. I hadn't a oh, I'll, I'll even make it more interesting. I'll let you guess either Seth, Seth's age or mine. Oh, okay, okay. So You're poised then. I'll even give you my clue, too. And I'll give you a 50-50 chance. He's going to play King Tut next. Yeah. Oh, I love these songs. You are not helping at all, actually. 
yeah, come on, play it. So, so let me just say, as a black man trying to guess white people ages, that is a challenge. <laughs> that is a challenge. I'm gonna be honest with you. I love Seth. He's my brother. Mike is a cool guy too. So I'm gonna say Seth is um, 33, 33, 34. Okay. Close. Close. Okay. Yeah. And Mike also. Seth was born in 1981. Oh, okay. Yes, there you go. All right. All right. I just, I just learned today I'm older. Mike, you're only a little bit older than me, so I want to give you 45. 45. 45. Bob and I are exactly the same here, age. I was here, born try in these glasses. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Now wait, you want to guess how old I am. There are redwoods that are younger than him. We don't age, so how old am I? Oh, Lord. I'm going to guess 28. 28. 31. Hey, we'll get this right after back. We come from this break. (laughs) Baby, the whole elation Riding down this lover's avenue As slow as a willow blows Or as fast as the whirlwind grows We glide beneath Stars in cobalt blue Look to the left To the right Keep your eyes on the road My darling Wondering if we're only Passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever Sweet love Our eyes ahead Hey, welcome back to Sips, Suds, and Smokes. This is good old boy Mike on today's Sips episode. We are discussing a new series called Guess My Age. We've had a good time so far, and I'm glad that all of you are a lot younger than you thought you were. I couldn't be any older than I think I am. So, I'd be dead. Do you think it's the fact that we plied those people with enough bourbon why they guessed so poorly? You know, whatever it is, we need to keep doing that. I, I agree. I mean, she guessed me at 25, and I don't even lie to my kids about that being that young. So, yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, so we're going to cover another uh, couple uh, examples here. So uh, Bob and Maggie are going to go through sample number two. What do you guys think of this sample? So, and uh, which one did you like? And how old were they? All right. So with 2A, do you want to go A, A first, A first, and then B? Okay, let's do it. So 2A. Hug that microphone for me, Maggie. There you go. There was a nice butterscotch nose. And then on the taste, I got some maple syrup, some wood tannin at the end. Um, this was a high proof bourbon, and I guess this to be around 10 years. Ooh, 10 years. And uh, so that was number A or B? That was A. That was 2A. 2A is 10 years. Interesting okay. choice. So what, what did you find about 2A, Bob? Um, in the front, it was light and sweet. On the, on the back end is when the, you know, in the very front of the palate, you got the sweetness. And the back end of the palate is when the spice really kicked in, especially in the back and the side palate. Um, oak, clean, nice oak. Right. Um, a, 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 like dark honey, almost a brown sugary. Mm-hmm. Had a good long finish on it. Um, I think it was, I think it was the older of the two samples. Oh, interesting. Okay. Interesting. So, uh, what's your rating for sample A? Um... 
I give it a four. Four. And how about you, Maggie? You know, I'm switching back and forth. One's five, one's four, and I can't I can't decide. We'll call it four. Uh, just we'll to four. split it here for you. Uh, so sample B. Okay, sample B. Um, there was a nice caramel nose. The taste was hot barrel butterscotch syrup. It was definitely a high proof. And I guess this one to be at 12 years. Hmm. And I even have a guess for the brand, but I'm going to wait for Ooh. Bob. This one had a great mouthfeel. Uh, it was a little bit hotter. Uh, oak and spice, a little bit of black pepper. Um, good solid whiskey. I gave it a four. Hmm. How about that? Do you want to hear my guess before you read it? Sure, you go for it, Maggie. So I think 2B was actually the older one. I guessed that at 12 years, and I guess that was a George T. Stag. Hmm. So sample number 2B is your is the one you think is older, and you think that's Stag? Yeah. So that is uh, both of these are Willet Family Estate. Really? Yes. So uh, sample B, which you guessed. Uh, was actually Willett Family Estate, 22 year. There's certain barrel designations for these products, and this one is C10D. Uh, and uh, the other product is actually Willett Family Estate, 11 year. And um, so I got the I got the I got it right that 2B was older than 2A. 2B is older. That is correct. Yep. So uh, Willett Family Estate, 11, and the barrel designation was 1604 off of that so uh right. yeah That's so consistent. i always pick the younger willets as opposed to the older ones so That's interesting. interesting i know i know i know my palate i know what i like mm. so what do you think about time with those products i mean you know time is one of those things that's really tricky because there are a lot of characteristics that go into it hmm. what do you think bob it's not that time necessarily doesn't make it better. Not always. Yeah, I agree with know, that. It's it, it's like, you know, some people look at color in a whiskey and say this one's darker versus lighter. It doesn't right. necessarily mean it's better. It just means it's darker. Right. What matters is the, the palate. What matters is the flavor that you get from it. And it and, and it's, you know, you're also shooting for a moving target. Like like, like, like I said to Mike, I, when it comes to Willits, it, you know, everybody clamors for a Pappy 23. That's not my favorite of the series by right. any stretch of the imagination. I find it too old for my palate. I like things that are more in the 10 to 12 to 14 range. It, it just, that that's what hits Absolutely. for me. So I, I missed Personal. which one's the older one because I'm I'm not really thinking older. I'm thinking which one do I like better. Exactly, yeah, and everybody's and palate is one, different. That one hit for me. And and again, age, there's nothing wrong with age if it's right. done correctly, Right. but it doesn't always mean that that higher number, you know, it's not a test score. The higher number doesn't you know get you into a better college. This isn't the SATs. So. Well, and, and there's the whole thing about opinions being like yeah, everybody has. Yep. Yeah, so uh, one of my uh, most interesting blind tastings was I was actually in a room. We were tasting a bunch of Willets, and uh, the person that was opening the bottles just opened a bottle of Rare Perfection uh-huh. in the middle of the whole thing. And uh, all of a sudden, I was like, wow, this is dramatically different. I mean, there's like lots of oak, you know. And the age on, on the Willet we were having and the Rare Perfection were within a couple of years of each other. And I really just thought it was very interesting, you know, stark contrast, you know, between the two that age is not always, you know, does the same thing, you know, to everything here that we've had here as well. So we're going to move right on along to uh, sample number three. And uh, 
Seth and I are going to cover that one, right? We're on it. Yeah. So what do you think about sample number three? Uh, it was, out of all the samples, there was uh, two of the ones that I starred. I starred, which I feel happy about my palate. I had initially starred the uh, 1A and 1B, which ended up being one of my favorites, uh, Mictors 10 and Mictors 20, and I starred this one. Um, you know, just to jump into it there, I, I liked them both. You know, I liked A. I'll go ahead and jump into my my age predicament. I think I think B was uh, is older. He is older. I think B is older, and I'm I'm gonna go ahead and I, I even have a brand. I have a specific label. I think it is. But okay. You want me to say now or wait? I can wait. Uh, I'll go through mine uh, here. Uh, what's your general rating for A and B? I didn't. I did not. I did not get crazy into the uh, rating system, but it would be one and five. I mean, five being the absolute pinnacle for me. B, I had it better. I had it. I had it started, so uh, I thought it was superior to A. I mean, I would guess maybe four ish, and then maybe A was probably three ish. For that. So my own tasting notes here on uh, number three, uh, which is sample A. I thought I wrote down super sweet, um, and. Uh, uh, I had it at a three. Interesting. My tasting notes are not that, you know, verbose today. Uh, sample B, I wrote down it was kind of very floral. Um, the, I thought that these were I got very similar to each other. Um, and I had a, a, a lot of difficulty, you know, distinguishing. Number three was a lot more floral. And I thought it was exactly the same rating in number three. Between A and B, I picked number A as being the older product uh, between oh. the two. This was probably, of all the samples we have today, I will tell you that this was probably the most difficult, you know, between the two. I'm thinking that uh, the sample uh, A uh, being older, I was thinking that it was somewhere in the neighborhood of around 17 years. I thought that sample B was more around the 10-ish, you know, kind of range. You know, uh, tasting them both back to back, what I had a hard time ciphering, which was older, you know, something to me, if it has that just that heat to it, almost that bitter pucker, I always like that's when we were going back and forth in the first sample there. I thought that's what based my judgment on this one. I think it was difficult because I think B was, was more pleasantly well rounded. Uh, I feel like A, though, it could potentially just be. A lower proof you know proof can factor in there as well you know if it's if it's a hotter proof well it's going to be hotter on the palate it's not necessarily mean it's younger obviously but uh the, i don't think these so products I, are exactly the same proof yeah i think that was one thing that may contribute. yeah that's a big variable yeah. well, that's what i had a hard time ciphering but if i uh before you unveil i want to take a stab okay and, go for it i, I think it, for me i was going to guess and say they were sazerac rye but it's sazerac rye you're not missing ding. that. Yep, definitely Got that rye putty stuff. nose. You're not. You're not going to miss that one. Yeah, the, yeah. The reads the answer key really good. Or he has a fantastic palate. I'm going to go for the second <laughs> one. So, uh, really, uh, very distinctive, you know, product. And uh, um, I, you know, so I, I really thought that that was very interesting. That you know, the six year product. I really picked that as being older, and I think part of it is was you know that sweetness level that was coming off of it, that floral quality that was coming off the 17-year product. That there was a lot of heat still on the 17, you know, very present there, and so I think that's the reason why it kind of threw me off uh, was um, possibly a change in proof, but I think mostly um, I just 
I really thought that floral component was something that we, you would normally have in a younger product. So I think that's kind of what uh, threw me off. So yeah, stump the chump, that's for sure. So, uh, so um, would you go back and try the six-year uh, rye a bit more now that you tasted it blind and, and think of it differently? Definitely. I mean, I, I like rye in general, to be honest. And uh, I mean, immediately I could, I was like, oh, this is this is nice. This is friendly here. Tail rye. Absolutely. Well, I think we're going to have time to go through a little bit of uh, our last product uh, here in the tasting, which is number five. All right, I'm on it. So um, we'll just do a quick uh, roundtable, all four of us, and we'll start right here with Maggie and go around uh, clockwise. And um, so uh, number five, uh, which one uh, did you like and which one did you think was older? I'm still in the process of tasting. Okay, Mm. Um, 5B, definitely older. 5B, definitely older. How about you, Bob? 5B. 5B is definitely the older one. How about you, Seth? I am. I starred 5B. It it really jumped out to me. I liked, I got uh, low heat on it, rich butterscotch finish there. 5B was very, one of my top three there. Got a little leatheriness on the finish. And I'm the odd man out, uh, but on five, uh, I wrote down on A, I wrote wood, wood, and more wood, and sample B I thought was rather hot. Uh, so I picked uh, sample A as uh, being the older product. This is Stag Jr. It was good, yeah. Is yep, yep. A sample A, and GTS, uh, George T. Stag, is uh, sample B. So junior versus uh, senior. It's junior era. versus senior, uh, straight <laughs> up. One you're not getting past me. That's that's my mother's uh, milk. I, I tell you, that's <laughs> my me, death row bourbon. It, it's it's such a, a joy to do these blind tastings to really take the bias out of the label. Challenge, yeah. Just to just to learn that five B it is that it, you're drinking stag. It's what hundred and what are you talking? 140, 137 proof. Eight to hundred and forty. Yeah, that's. Uh, really I would have not have guessed that in a million years. I thought it's a little. It's beyond a hundred, but it's so creamy and. and like it's done so well there. It's uh, wow. This is this has been you guys. But out, you but guys out of came. these five, if if I put the five in front of you and I said which one is the stag and stag junior, would you be able to pick that out like that? I don't. Well, I don't think so. But I I did star. To me, five B jumped out at me. And I started. I had a couple stars. I had three B. I had five B, and then I had one A and one B there. So five, five was hard to miss. It's I think it's it was that really brick. Interesting yeah. that I thought the Willet was the stag. But huh. I had I had not tried the stag yet at that point. Oh. I just tried the stag. So I'll tell you a little bit about uh, some. I'm of the feeling buzzed right now. <laughs> <laughs> the show's just about to get good, folks. Don't go away. So uh, I actually was working on preparing the samples and um, you know for the show, and I was tasting as I was going along. And I will tell you, oh, uh, that's so horrible bad. for you. I feel so bad. So I will tell oh, you my. that uh, this was I thought the closest between where it was the uh the stack junior and the george c stack i i actually went back and probably tasted them at least four times i it was just i don't know if it was because, because like I, did we pour these in the wrong glasses well, no i i just i really was having difficulty distinguishing between the two they were just so well, close to each they're other both huge yeah huge huge whiskey. very flavorful so flavorful. it's it you know it's you've got to you know it's you're looking at a huge, huge, big, giant thing, and you've got to try and get a whole picture of it. So it's hard to narrow that down and actually start picking out the details. And for something, you know, for something like Stag, even the Stag Junior, 
you know, the flavor profile and that the brick to the teeth. You can't go by proof alone because both of them are high proof. You can't go by color because both of them are very dark. Right. And when it's something that's the size of the Hindenburg, it's hard to pick out the little nuances, and you really, really have to work for it. Oh, the I mean, humanity. I mean, this is one that's easy for, easier for me to pick out because, again, this is my favorite of, you know, of all the bourbons that I have in my closet. Um, I'd bathe in it if I could buy it in enough quantity. But it's, you know, this one, you're right. This one was one of the hardest ones for me to pick. So, um, we have about uh, four more minutes here. Uh, I'm curious what you guys think about the experience overall. This is a time, you know, to think about what did you think time did to some of these products? Seth, why don't you start? Uh, this was terrific. You know, it just sort of reminds you of why you need to do blind tastings. And I love the way that you set each one up to have, you know, like, uh, you know, from the same distillery company there under the same umbrella but you know to be able to try to it's fun you know you put your taste buds to the test there you learn a lot and uh, uh, you know for me I didn't know you guys were going to bring such fantastic bourbons to try so this is this has been a real treat oh my gosh it allows you when you do things blind it allows you to not be influenced by the label Absolutely. And that's the important thing. There there are companies out there that, it's like the Scotch Mall Whiskey Society, they bottle stuff under a code. They do not put the name of the distillery on their bottles for a reason. Because they don't want you to be prejudiced. I only like this or I only like that. Take it on its merits and enjoy it for what it is. And, you know, Absolutely. That's what it is. You know, and that's a really great point. But I think really the takeaway is that age is not everything. There are a lot of other factors that go into it. Say so that again, please. Age is not everything. I love her. <laughs> it's something, but it's not everything. <laughs> it's experience, but that's there about There you go. It's like Lionel Richie. That's what it was. <laughs> well, who doesn't like Lionel Richie? I'm once, twice, three times a lady. <laughs> Vladimir Putin even likes Lionel Richie. Come on. <laughs> Everybody likes Lionel Richie. Oh, really great uh, uh, discussion. Um, Bob, any quick uh, thoughts here? Good, good, good tasting, eye-opening, really learn a lot. Well, uh, really great uh, exercise. I hope you enjoyed our uh, series on Guess My Age for the bourbon series today. Interesting exercise. I'm sure you have your own products at home. Sit down, you know, maybe think about doing this on your own. I think it would be a lot of fun. Fun times. You and your friends. I agree. This would be a good, uh, this would be a good dinner. Uh, oh, it'd be awesome. Uh, with uh, friends. Absolutely. I really Great. hope you uh, enjoyed this episode for uh, today. You can catch all of our episodes. <laughs> catch uh, all of our episodes online as well on SoundCloud, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, PRX, and Spreaker, our native media host. iTunes and our own Android app are the easiest ways to enjoy the show on your phone. Just search for Sips, Suds, and Smokes on iTunes or in the Google Play Store. We love your feedback, and you can catch us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every single day. Our handle is not from Alabama. I'm sorry. <laughs> our handle is at sipsudsmoke, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. Our thanks to the Bourbon Heritage Center for some of the background material for today, and also thanks to Medley Brothers and the Bourbon Review for providing some of the samples for today's show. Yes, thank you very much. 
And of course, thanks to the great folks at Bell's Cocktail House. Yes, thank hey. you, Bell's Cocktail House. <laughs> Allowing us to come and record here. We loved having you guys. This has been a treat. Well, I want to thank uh, my co-host for being here. Good old boy, Bob. I'm sorry. Always a pleasure to be here. (laughs) Always a pleasure to be here. Uh, Good old boy, Seth. Uh, I feel honored to be a good old boy now with you good old boy. There you go. Good old gal, Maggie. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thank you so very much. Well, I hope you'll join us once again on Sip, Suds, and Smokes. This is good old boy, Mike, asking you to keep on sipping. Here, here. This has been a One Tan Hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your hosts, the good old boys, will see you all next time.